Introducing the Two-Way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the Two-Way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the Two-Way for yourself at NewBalance.com. It's the Bama Online Podcast, Travis Ryer, Senior Analyst for BOL. With you once again as we take you into a weekend that we're going to have more football for this Labor Day weekend. We're going to certainly have some more high school football. Uh, We're going to have some more college football. And we're going to look ahead to the National Football League season as it creeps closer as well. But what we're going to do specifically with you on this Friday is talk with recruiting analyst Hank South. Does an outstanding job for us there on the website. What do you think, Hank? You uh, you fired up for some more football as we go into the first weekend of September. I am. You know, enjoyed uh, the, the Southern Miss-South Alabama game last night. I don't have ESPN3, so, uh, you know, I settled for the uh, <laughs> CBS Sports Network um, programming. But, uh, no, it was really nice to see that. Obviously, you know, watched the game last weekend as well. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm ready for, uh, you know, the, the Power 5 schools um, starting to play next week too. Absolutely. Well, and even Monday night you're going to have uh, BYU at Navy. That should be okay. at least a, a somewhat intriguing matchup there on ESPN. Yeah. You're going to have Reese Davis and Kirk Herbstreet on the call. It's going to feel even more like college football season coming up on Monday night. But what we want to talk about today with Hank, obviously, is a lot of recruiting. Uh, and it starts with an item of interest coming up at midday on Friday. William Parker, the big offensive tackle from the Nashville area. Hank, Alabama's obviously been very involved with Parker throughout his recruitment. He is set again today at noon central on CBS Sports HQ to make his college choice. Uh, I know, Hank, uh, that Alabama, again, has has been prominent in this recruitment, Uh, but here in the last day or so, you have put in a switch of your crystal ball from Alabama to Tennessee for William Parker. Talk a little bit about what went into that decision. Yeah, so I think he's a guy that early on, um, you know, I, I put in a crystal ball prediction for Alabama a few weeks ago. Um, I, I think he he likes Alabama a lot. I think he he sees a real opportunity there. Um, you know, he, he's become really close with Kyle Flood over the last year, and, and particularly over the last, you know, I think four or five months um, since Bama really started to kind of pick it up with him. Um, they offered him last summer at camp um, and then really started to kind of um, dive into his recruitment more at the start of 2020. So um, there were, there are a lot of things to like about Alabama, uh, the chances for him ending up at Alabama. He has family in the state. Um, you know, you know, he, he, he thinks really highly, like I said, of Kyle flood, he's been to campus already. So he has kind of that familiarity with the program. Um, and, and so I, I felt pretty good about Alabama. I, I think the one question that I kept asking myself and, you know, I, I think others had it as well was, you know, Bama's likely going to take five offensive linemen max if they add a fifth. 
And, you know, who is that fifth guy going to be? Were they going to, you know, go for William Parker um, and, and, you know, kind of, I guess, essentially, you know, I say pass on, on a guy like Amarius Mims, which I doubt that would actually happen. I, I think they'd probably still recruit him even with, with five guys on board. But that was the question. You know, the, there's only so much space left in this 2020 in the 2021 class um, for for linemen. Um, and, and it appears as though, you know, I, I think. Bam has taken that wait and see approach into October with Marius Mims, who's set to announce a commitment on October 14th. And originally, this wasn't really going to be an issue. You know, Marius Mims was supposed to announce on August 15th. Then he decided to move his decision back. Um, William Parker's been set to announce on September 4th for a while. Um, so I think that's kind of what's happening, at least in my opinion here. Um, Bama has that luxury of not really needing to press to fill that fifth spot just yet. And again, you know, if William Parker commits to Tennessee, like, you know, that's my prediction, like, like I see him doing today, um, you know, Bama still can recruit him. He's not signing anything with Tennessee. It, it's not as if his recruitment's going to be completely over and shut down. So um, I think that's kind of the, the kind of idea that that's happening here with this recruitment, you know, kind of wait and see what happens with the Marius Mims, maybe, uh, you know, you know, switch gears after that if if Mims goes elsewhere to a school like Georgia or even Tennessee, who's also recruiting him really hard. Yeah, and to be clear, uh, we understand William Parker, a really, really good prospect oh, yeah. with a lot of upside. So if it is, in fact, Tennessee later today, later on Friday, very nice pickup for Jeremy Pruitt and the Vols. And certainly, as you just pointed out, not a situation in which Alabama has to just sort of totally shift its focus elsewhere, continue to maintain that relationship with William Parker. Um, but if in fact he does commit to Tennessee and stick to Tennessee, uh, is it Amarius Mims or bust for Alabama for a fifth offensive lineman in this class, Hank, or are there some additional candidates that could be in play here? Yeah. You know, there, there's some additional guys. I think Amarius Mims is, is you know, the main guy at focus, I, I could see a scenario in where Bama just takes the four guys it has. I mean, you, you, you know, when, when the Brockemeyer brothers and, and, uh, and TJ Ferguson committed in July, you know, we were writing about it as the potentially best offensive line class ever on paper with, with the four guys they had. So, um, I, it's not, like I said, it's, it's a luxury. I, I don't think, you know, even if, you know, if they get Mims, I mean, that is the best offensive line class ever. If they don't, I, I, I don't think it's, I wouldn't really call it bust. I know you're not, you know, implying that, but, uh, he, I think, you know, yeah, like I said, they have the luxury of waiting. It's not a huge need at this point. There's limited spots remaining. They're at 20 commitments at this point. So, you know, if the right guy comes along like a Mims, that that's a, uh, that's certainly a guy they're going to pick up. But beyond that, you know, there, there's some other guys, you know, Tristan Lee is the, the five-star tackle from Virginia. They've recruited, uh, you know, I don't, I don't see that happening. Eric Cade's another interesting name. He's a, he's a tackle from, from Texas that hasn't really been talked about a lot. He was supposed to visit in March and never happened just obviously because of the coronavirus situation. Um, but you know, he, he's a guy that's still in contact with the staff out of, uh, out of Denton, Texas. Uh, then of course, William Parker, like we just mentioned, you know, that, that's a guy that can continue after, even if, uh, uh, you know, Mims goes elsewhere, and he's you committed to Tennessee. Sorry. You mentioned it, Hank. Uh, Alabama's sitting there already with 20 commitments, and numbers getting tight. So as you look beyond Parker today, uh, for, for the Crimson Tide, who would be next guy up that maybe you have particular interest in from a commitment watch perspective, I guess? 
Yeah, you know, I've, I've been, I feel like I've been saying it for a while. Um, Robbie Oots is a guy I'm still watching. Um, he, he was really hoping to take two official visits to Alabama and Virginia Tech. Um, you know, once the dead period lifted at the end of September, if if it does lift, we'll see um, if, if that happens. I, I think he's kind of uh, come to the realization that, you know, even if it does lift, visits aren't going to be really normal. He might not have the opportunity to take uh, or get the full experience of an official visit. So um, I, I think he's kind of looking at moving his decision up um, possibly this month. We'll see. Um, but I, I do think he's probably, if you're looking at next commitments, Robbie Uch, the three-star tight end out of, out of South Carolina, I think he would be the guy I would circle to, to watch closest. Is that Alabama and Virginia Tech? At this point, is that is that the other school that's really involved here, Hank, or is there additional competition? That's really it's it's those are the top two. You know, um, I'm, I'm sure he has other programs still trying to reach out to him and contact him, but those are the two he's uh, he's narrowed it down to. You know, publicly as, as the schools he's focused on at this point, and and he has been to Alabama. He, he visited back in back in June on his own, you know, we've seen recruits start to do that where, where you're not meeting with the staff. You just go and see the campus for yourself. Um, he spent time with Miller Forrestal. Um, what Virginia tech has going for it is that, um, he, he's been there on an actual visit. You know, he, he's been to the football facilities, met with the staff and, and, and done that whole thing. Uh, but again, I, I still think, you know, I, I think there's, there's, um, uh, there should be optimism on the Alabama end. I think that the school personally, I think that's where he's leaning to. Um, I have my crystal ball pick in on Alabama. Um, he just hasn't, um, come to a, you know, set decision timeline yet. Something I wanted to ask you about too, Hank, in terms of the approach that's being taken by Alabama and other schools, other programs, maybe in trying to finish off this 2021 cycle. Is, is there still the sentiment that, there is, in fact, going to be the early signing period once again this year in December. Um, have you heard any rumblings that maybe that's going to go away and we're going to have just a February date, basically because of what we're we're enduring with this uh, COVID nineteen situation? What are you What are you hearing, and perhaps maybe more so seeing in terms of how Alabama is is going about this uh, this cycle and and trying to get guys in the boat. Yeah, you know, so far, I mean, it's, it's pretty much been speculation. I think a lot of people think that the early signing periods are going to be moved back just because of everything happening. And then you look at the uh, the conference championship schedule and the SEC championship game would be the Saturday after when the early signing period is supposed to be that Wednesday. Um, so it doesn't really line up as far as, you know, uh, really being conducive with the ability to kind of put your foot on uh put your foot on the gas and, and finish out your um, early signing class while you're also trying to prep for a conference championship game um, again it's all speculation i haven't heard anything definitive as to what's going to happen with the dates um but it does seem like you know programs are working on putting you know putting together their classes the best they can um having them set the best they can because you know again after september 30th it's not really clear what's going to happen the ncaa hasn't made a ruling as to whether visits are going to open back up um what's a visit even going to look like you know i'm, I'm sure even if they do open back up it's going to be very limited in in terms of amount of visitors that can come on campus um and, and what you can even do when when you're on campus um so yeah it's kind of just that wait and see approach i personally think you know i, I think it's it, it would it, it makes sense to move it back um but again you know if the visit if the dead period keeps getting pushed back or visits keep getting limited, you know, 
what are you really pushing back for at that point, February, if you're still not going to have visitors on campus? Um, so yeah, it's kind of, I, th- I think that it's continuing to prepare that it's happening in December. Um, but you know, I would not be shocked to see it get moved back to just a, the, that regular February date that we were used to prior to the early signing period era. I'm going to take a quick break here on the Bama online podcast, Travis Ryder alongside Hank Sal talking some recruiting, with you as we get you ready for the Labor Day weekend. When we come back, never too early to start thinking about the class of 22. We just had an important date uh, this week uh, that sort of signified the race to the class of 2022. We'll talk with Hank about that. And also, we mentioned sort of an expanded high school uh, roster of games coming up this weekend. You're going to be able to catch a couple of Alabama commitments on national television. Friday night. We'll talk with Hank about that as well when the Bama Online Podcast returns right after this. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Back with more of the Bama Online Podcast on a Friday, September the 4th. Getting you ready for the Labor Day weekend. Travis Ryer and Hank South. If you haven't already, how about a subscription to the Bama Online Podcast? It's as simple as a click, and it's free, so you can't beat that. The Bama Online Podcast, wherever you consume podcasts, you're going to find it, whether that's Stitcher, Google Play, Megaphone, iTunes, really, really simple to become a part of the Bama Online Podcast family. So, Hank, September the 1st, tell us what that meant for class of 2022 prospects. It officially means the 2022 guys are going to get harder to reach on the phone. That's for sure. Uh, <laughs> they start uh, September 1st marks the first day college coaches and the recruiting staffs can reach out to um, prospects in that class over DM, over text message, um, I guess over email, if, if, if that's electronic transmission, I think is the definition. Um, so it basically, you know, 1201 comes around on September 1st um, and Coaches are just blowing up kids in their DMs, you know, sending them graphics, sending them little messages saying, hey, you know, looking forward to recruiting you, looking forward to building that relationship. So a lot of contact is initiated there. Um, it, it really kind of shows, you know, who, who Bama likes early. Obviously, that board's going to change over time pretty dramatically. But some early guys to watch um, that, you know, that they're, they're contacting. Um, and, and, you know, prior to that, what, what changes from that is prior to that, the, the recruits were the ones that had to initiate contact, or I guess the coaches needed to go. The college coaches have to go through your head coach. There's all these rules you have to go through um, with contact, but this is kind of the the first of you know kind of loosening things um, contact wise with with coaches and recruits. Um, I believe after a certain day in March or April, the calendar is posted on on the NCAA website, but um, coaches can start calling you. And, and right now, the calls for 
the 2021 recruits are unlimited. So the, with the, throughout this whole coronavirus um, dead period, the NCAA has really kind of laxed a little bit as far as contact and, and how much you can do it because obviously recruiting has become a little bit of a challenge, um, you know, shifting it all virtually. So the contact's been a little bit more um, lax and the you know coaches have a little, a little bit more access to uh, reaching these guys. So I know you were in touch with uh, a, a really prominent target for dozens of schools, I got to think, including Alabama, in an in-state uh, defensive lineman, Curtis Perry, a park crossing high school down the road there in Montgomery. What were you able to gather from him in advance of what should be a very interesting recruitment? Yeah, um, you know, he, he's a guy that Bama has been, um, you know, despite the, the contact rules changing this week, Bama has been recruiting him um, for a while. He got an offer at camp in the summer of 2019 heading into his uh, heading into his sophomore season. Um, and he, he, you know, he's I think I believe he's grew up an Alabama fan. Regardless, you know, he, he has a lot of close relationships at Alabama. He's from Montgomery. He, he's a he's a friend of uh, of Mac Wilson um, and, and, you know, that that group. And he, um, he he's a big fan of Alabama. You know, he's not naming leaders at this point in time. If you look at his 24 seven page, he has a crystal ball pick to Alabama, which I think is a safe prediction right now. I think he thinks very highly of the program, but he's one of these guys that's going to be a national recruit. 24-7 sports has him as the number 40 player in the country. Um, but he was one, you know, I caught up with him on Wednesday after after the, the craziness of Tuesday night with all the messaging. And he said he woke up to 52 different uh, direct messages on Twitter from, from coaches. And so uh, that's kind of just goes to show how, how, how busy it gets, how crazy it gets, how, how much time these kids need to, um, you know, devote to um, being recruited, you know, prior to them making a commitment or narrowing down their list. You know, you see these kids narrow down to top 15s. It's like, well, when you're getting messages from 55 coaches, um, that is pretty cutting it pretty, um, cutting it down a lot. So um, he's a guy that's going to be highly recruited. Bama's after him. Charles Kelly's leading the way. Uh, Freddie Roach as well as the defensive line coach. And you know, I, I like Bama's chances early on, but again, I don't think he's anywhere close to making a decision. It's been a really nice run the last few years of just in-state talent in general. But man, on the defensive side of the ball. Looks like 2022 is going to be more of that. You've already got outside linebacker, weak side defensive end, Jeremiah Alexander, a five-star of Thompson High School, committed to Alabama for the 2022 cycle. Robert Woodyard, uh, the inside linebacker from Williamson High School in Mobile, a four-star, very impressive talent in his own right, already committed to Alabama. But I noticed uh, in terms of top 247 guys for the state looks like emmanuel henderson the running back out of hartford alabama down there in south central alabama geneva county high school that's the rand stacy territory from years ago emmanuel henderson i guess in terms of uh, rating uh is about as good as it gets at least right now when you look at the state and you know, we talked about running back recruiting for alabama for this 2020 cycle and it's ability to be especially selective given that it signed three running backs uh in the 2020 class um i i guess emmanuel henderson is is uh is part of the reason for that maybe that uh he's sitting there on the horizon for 2022 yeah and you know i think that's being made very clear to him as far as alabama's approach in terms of how much of a priority he is um 
the staff offered him at the junior day in March, right before everything got shut down. So he has that offer in pocket. He took that visit. So he's been on campus already this year. Um, and, and I, I caught up with him a couple weeks ago um, and, and prior to, you know, coaches being able to reach out to him, which I should add, Bama did reach out to him on September 1st when, when they could. Um, but he, he had been, you know, initiating contact a lot um, with the staff and, and they had been making clear to him that, you know, he, he's a priority in the class. The, the fact that, you know, 2021 might not see an RB running, uh, running back signed, which is looking more and more like that. That's a that's a real possibility. Um, so that's going to be a position to really hit on in in 2022. And and they're making sure Emmanuel Henderson knows that. And I think he really likes that. Um, you know, he he's kind of. I think when I talked to him last, he was talking about Alabama, Auburn, Michigan, um, a couple others that were kind of. You know, schools of focus right now, not really as top schools, but schools he had really been communicating with a lot as of late. Uh, but again, similar to Curtis Perry, I mean, he, he's getting offers from all over the country. I think he, he got a Notre Dame offer recently. He has Michigan. Um, he, he's a national recruit. So he, it's going to be one of those recruitments to, uh, you know, to really to really track um, with with a lot of schools in play. Um, I do think in the end with Emmanuel and Henderson, I, I think it's going to be one of those in-state battles. Uh, you know, he grew up an Auburn fan. I believe. Um, so I get my, I get my, uh, the, the fandoms confused. The higher bowls. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know, he, he thinks really highly of Alabama. Um, he's really close with, with that staff as close as he can be at, at this point, um, with, with the contact they've had. Um, so he, I, I think Ben is in that one, uh, you know, I, maybe a little bit of an edge to Auburn just with that, that, uh, those tie, uh, the, you know, the fandom early on, um, uh, his relationship with Cadillac, uh, Williams running backs coach there. Um, but Bama's is right there in it for him. You know, I, I think it's probably closer to 50, 50 than anything else, in my opinion, at this point between Alabama and Auburn. So as we look ahead to this weekend and the class of 2021, we alluded to earlier, a couple of really top Alabama commitments for this cycle. Going to have a chance to see them tonight. It looks like on Friday night. Hank, uh, yeah. talk about that a little bit. Yeah, there's all these, like, beyond just games on ESPN with the, the Bama commits, there's this app, this NFHS app that you can watch all these mm-hmm. games on. It's pretty cool um, being able to kind of go around the country and see all these guys if you're watching from home. But uh, the big one tonight, IMG Academy is taking on Venice in Florida um, on ESPNU at 7 Central. And you might want to check that before you, you trust me on that time. I, I think it's Central time. It might be uh, 6 Central time. But in that hour window, just be prepared to watch IMG Academy. Obviously, uh, J.C. Latham, the five-star offensive tackle um, that, that is there. And then Ja'Cory Brooks, the five-star receiver, who recently transferred in um, a few months back um, from, from uh, Booker T. Washington in Miami. So a couple of Bama commits. Obviously, you know there, there's some Bama targets on the IMG roster as well. Uh, Xavier Sori, who I'm not, he's still coming off a foot injury uh, from over the summer, so I'm not 100% sure if he's playing tonight. But obviously, if you're tuning into that game as a Bama, as a Bama fan, you're, you're looking for Latham, who's in number 55, and, and Ja'Cory Brooks, who wears number seven. So I'm sure they'll stand out. Um, you'll, you'll probably be able to tell who they are pretty quick. There you go. Hank South, always with great stuff for us here on the Bama Online Podcast, always with superior stuff there at BamaOnline.com. Hang out with us on the roundtable, the message board of choice for Crimson Tide fans everywhere. Hey, Hank, have a good weekend, my man. Thanks, Travis. You do the same. For Hank South, Travis Rose, thanking you once again for joining us here on the Bama Online Podcast. Have a very safe and joyous Labor Day weekend. We'll talk to you again right here on the podcast real soon. CBS Sunday. 
after the Equalizer. You collect rewards, right? This is how I make my living. It's the season finale. Everyone's looking for something. Of Tracker. You strong swimmer? So-so. So-so. So-so's okay. Justin Hartley stars. I survive. You make quick, smart decisions. If you never let panic take the wheel. Sounds cool. It is cool, actually. Very cool. Tracker. CBS season finale Sunday after The Equalizer on CBS and streaming on Paramount+.